All right, it is 12.30, August 27th, and uh, I don't know what I'll title this. It'll probably just be a nonsense title, or maybe I'll just link it to uh, what I'm trying to say, because they're not particularly long stories, so we'll see if I can get through them. But, uh, so today uh, I overheard one of my, uh, one of the guys that just started working a couple months ago here, um, talking about stuff uh at a pretty like not like a loud volume but like loud enough to hear uh being like 15 feet away or something and uh it was just funny because he was like uh he was this black dude who was telling uh this other guy well a couple other guys basically how (laughs) blm is bullshit and how uh, it's all fake and contrived. And then uh, he goes on to talk about like a whole, bunch, whole mess of different things. Um, but I was like, man, this guy gets it. <laughs> he went on to talking about uh, Osama. Um, and, uh, and he was talking about how it was all bullshit that like he had been over in America, he had been trained by the American military, like, all that shit, and then I go over there, I'm like, you're talking about Osama, right, he's like, yeah, I'm like, not to mention, like, CNN interviewed him in his cave holdout, or whatever, uh, (laughs) and we're supposed to believe that, like, our government couldn't find him, he was on the run, but CNN, or CIA, however, which way you want to look at it, um, (laughs) interviewed him and he was like exactly like he was just basically like pointing at me looking at the other guys like this the student knows what's up because we've had conversations before and that's why it was it was just hilarious uh this morning to hear him going off on all that stuff because i don't know what they were talking about it and i only caught bits and pieces of it but from basically what i heard it's like this guy gets it (laughs) but uh yeah, that was, uh, it was just funny, um, I guess, uh, I guess more people are really starting to wake up to society and whatever is going on in the world now, um, than we think, maybe. I mean, there's obviously a lot of major pitfalls, it's basically like, like, uh, <laughs> not waking up is like sitting in this cradle, you know, you're, uh, completely protected but not able to go anywhere uh once you tumble your way out of that you're you know you're out but you're vulnerable you don't know what's going on you barely have any sort of guidance um if there is any at all and most of the big popular guidance is all like controlled opposition stuff that's meant to you know keep you in Uh, as Quantum of Conscience Matt uh, would say, keep you in like these uh, graduated animal farms basically, and it's true, and I guess uh, I don't know Uh, it is interesting though to see a lot more people being outspoken about stuff, like it used to be kind of hard to be able to tell who's uh, hip to the uh, (laughs) conspiracies and stuff and even like, uh, oh, that was a funny reminder. Uh, when I was talking to a dude from He Is Legend, um, he tried to be like, you know, it's 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 cool and all to talk about these conspiracies and stuff from time to time, but like, you you, you gotta kind of like stay away from them though, because they're not really real. So it's like, 
So you believe Crowley was writing sarcastically uh, and you enjoy looking into this stuff, but it's just like uh, a fad for you. Like you don't actually care about the implications of what this information gives you. Got it. Okay. And I think that's probably like to a, to at least some degree what a lot of people before 2016 or I don't know. I don't know what year it was when it really switched, but like there was a definite switch where people, at least a, a large portion of people that were digging into conspiracy stuff, like had this, oh, there's no going back type of moment. <laughs> this is, I've now ruined myself for normal functioning in society because this information isn't going to uh, make me. Uh, enjoy functioning in an incorrect society any easier and it's not going to make my interacting with people any easier so it's like it was at that point basically you know when when people more people started waking up recently where it's like okay so basically they just moved the uh the bar to another stage and uh now i have to move on which is I think for the most part, uh, how I do or how I handle my day-to-day life, like I uh, (laughs) enjoy posting all sorts of nonsense on Instagram, but being able to go home, just water some plants, hang out, read, and just spend time with my fiance and, you know, do good things, uh, it's great, because... I think once you realize a lot of this stuff is fake, you can learn to make fun of it if you still have uh, your wits about you. And I think that's kind of uh, hilarious because that's like uh, one of the things... I don't know what what Harry Potter movie it was, but there's the movie where there's the thing that comes out of the box and it takes on whatever the person's fear is or whatever it thinks the person's fear is. I don't know how it's able to read somebody's mind, but that's, it's fiction anyway. But the truth in it is when it turns into that thing, you, your counter maneuver or like the Krav Maga using momentum against itself is to take that thing and turn it into something else. Like it's, you know... Uh, using the momentum of something scary and turning it into something hilarious. And once you can do that, I think you basically have figured out how to like lower your cortisol uh, flooding your system uh, problem. And then once you start to balance out, you can instead start to like focus on things like just, you know, practical skills or learning a trade or different things like that like uh i'm still waiting for uh stuff to cool down a little bit more out here um before i start trying to actually i might try and plant some like edible cactus and see if uh i can make that work i don't know but uh black had me on that idea even though i'm afraid of birds now for attacking any of my food um I just totally lost everywhere I was going. But I think I pretty much summed it up. Oh, yeah. Like, once you can, yeah, you can make, you learn to make fun of it. 
because you understand it. Like, that's the way you can prove you can grasp something. If you can satirize it, saturnize it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, but if you can do that, then you can basically, you know, do the uh, comedic form of alchemy, taking something, breaking it down to its, you know, for all the, like, wrong stuff that uh, occultists, pagans, New Agers, whatever they're all called, like, all of them suck anyway, uh, for, you know, however stupid they are, um, the idea of alchemy, which was a Catholic concept to begin with, so, you know, stew on that one. <laughs> uh, so it just shows everything goes back to, you know, original thought comes from Christianity. Boom, take it for what you will. Uh, but, like, that, that breaking down um, uh, a story, maybe, or a concept into the parts and understanding it and then being able to put it back together uh, in a funny way is proof of understanding. You know, you you are mastering the pieces of it and able to turn something around so that it's instead of being something scary, it's something hilarious and it negates or neutralizes uh, which is another concept that they try and do, the neutralization of, of different things like Causing a problem, yeah, problem, reaction, solution, you know, that that solution was already planned out to negate out, you know, say a protest, get it to stop whenever they wanted to, but then be able to start it back up whenever they wanted to, right? The uh, second thing I was thinking about talking about, I at least wanted to put on here was (laughs) I was watching... Uh, 90 Day Fiance on uh, on Hulu last night with my fiance because she's uh, just stuck on it, which is hilarious to me. Um, oh, I might have had it. Okay, so we were watching 90 Day Fiance. And there's this guy who already, like, it's super sketchy the way, um, the way this whole storyline goes, because it's obviously different stories of different people bringing, uh, somebody else that they, that lives in the country that they maybe only met once or twice, or spent time with once or twice, and then, you know, try and bring them over so they can marry them, and then the family always argues about it being for a green card, the person getting married always swears that it's not, and then you have all the potential outputs from there on, whether or not they're lying or not, etc. Insert variables of children, and money, and you got yourself a never-ending series of, uh, shows and people to basically videotape going through this whole cycle. Uh, One thing I found interesting, though, that actually she caught um, and pointed out to me was uh, this guy who was, like, in his, I'd say, late 50s, early 60s. I can't remember what it said on, you know, when they show his name and then the age. Um, He had a Filipino wife from the Philippines 
same situation as this one uh, that he, I guess, divorced after X amount of years, um, but raised like four kids uh, and really weird story. Uh, basically, he brings over an 18 year old Filipino girl um, and she quickly realizes that, you know, he's more of a businessman. And uh, the time that he was on vacation hanging out with her was vacation version him versus, you know, real life him, which is strict uh, train whistle to wake up call (laughs) and, uh, you know, working constant hours. But there was some really weird things aside from, you know, the huge age difference and uh just the guy's demeanor that made me think "Mm, probably involved in something sketchy I can't tell what but but we noticed the girl uh her ring wasn't a ring at all it was a zip tie which I found really bizarre uh this was like three seasons into this show so I don't know how big their budget was Who, who knows that part right but I just like it we we didn't understand why somebody would be wearing a zip tie like that feels like a weird signal of like it obviously means something right if you're wearing a ring in general it means something symbolic of sorry I hit my uh, mic right there um it's symbolic of something of course right if you're married you wear a ring that's what it's symbolizing all the, uh, so we try and I try and like just quick google search um what does it mean to uh wear a zip tie on a ring finger or something like that um and it didn't really pull up anything on that however uh as we as i scrolled down into the search results basically uh, some weird things popped up human trafficking <laughs> And, excuse me, and what blew my mind is there was an article, uh, oh, wow, um, from actually January 7th, 2020, so, uh, it starts and says, early in, earlier in December, a woman went viral and she shared what happened to her car while it was parked in the parking lot at a local Kroger. According to the woman, when she walked out of the grocery store, she discovered a long black zip tie tied to the handle of her car door. Uh, It goes on. Sorry, it cut out. Apparently, uh, if you're on another page for too long, it'll uh, stop recording. But basically... uh, the cop was saying at uh, 2 p.m. midday, 33 degrees uh, with a large zip tie. Um, so basically that was uh, all it. The cop was saying be wary because that could potentially be like some sort of human trafficking signal. Um, but I don't know really much else aside from that interesting note to... Uh, to the whole story like that's you know it ended up being nothing because she didn't get attacked or anything it was just a zip tie but the fact that cops suggest you know that might be something and it was a a huge long zip tie so it's like one of the industrial strength ones not like a little teeny one even though uh 
If you don't know how to get out of a zip tie with uh, shoelaces, look how look up how to do that because that's just you know something smart to know how to do because um, it's smart. That's <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to look in to see if like maybe in the Philippines um, they use zip ties uh, culturally because it's cheaper or something for like an engagement ring like it's marking stuff but like very very strange that of all the couples uh, in this show so far that I've seen um, the most dramatic in age difference was this guy uh, he was also just you know very uh controlled as far as like how he lives his life very like american psycho type <laughs> um and of course i can't re- i can't uh say that he was anything because that would just be an offensive claim to just be accusing somebody of but i did find it interesting that uh just even looking up that like zip ties apparently um I guess it must be from all the horror movies that everybody subjects themselves to where they watch all these like movies like Hostel. That's probably got a whole bunch of zip ties in it. I bet there's probably a whole class of people that are like semi-traumatized from the types of movies that they watch by the sound of a zip tie going like zzz, Or however. Uh... Yeah, that's... Uh, I think that's probably about all I got. Um... Yep, I'm gonna call it right there. I guess uh, that was fun. That was quick. If you're listening to this, let me know what you think of those two uh, stories.